If you're an ambitious business owner ready to think big, rewrite your own rules and take action to skyrocket your business know-how, your profit, your cash flow, and most importantly, your free time, then this is the podcast for you. You're listening to the Simply Smarter Numbers podcast, and I'm your host, Jen Waterson. I'm a business profit coach helping business owners just like you make more profit and take back their time. So hit subscribe now and let's dive in. Today's podcast is going to be short and sharp, but sweet. Short and sharp because I want to keep the point super clear and sweet because when you nail this sweet spot in your business, life begins to get a whole lot easier. I want to talk to you about your perfect client. Who are they? what they look like, and how you'll know. But before we get into the details, why do you need to know what your perfect client looks like? Because they are the one who will be helping you to build the most elegant version of your business. And if you need a reminder as to what I refer to refer to when I talk about the most elegant version of your business, It's a business that's lifestyle friendly. It's profitable enough to financially support your lifestyle goals, but it's also structured in a way to support your freedom goals. Knowing and finding your perfect client is one step to building yourself this elegant business. The perfect client makes it easier to price well. They're easier to sell to and even resell to. You enjoy working with them and they pay their bills on time or preferably upfront. It's one thing to know who this perfect client is and it's another thing altogether to find them. But let's talk about identifying them. I want to say straight up that this isn't a niching conversation. Niching is for some, but not for others. We often think industry specific details when we talk about niching. For example, I could niche my business down to work with specific industries such as the female lawyers or female graphic designers or dietitians. But I just don't want to work with one type of business in one type of industry. I want to work with busy businesswomen who want to build a more elegant business model. My niche, if we have to use that term, is the problem. The problem for these women is the fact that they have grown a business that's not serving their lifestyle. That's the problem. The solution is to help them build a more elegant business. Now, getting back to this perfect client that we're talking about, I'm going to give you a set of steps that I've used in the past. And if you're having trouble with things such as saying no to certain work or pricing certain work, I'd recommend using this process before committing to the job and before pricing the job. For every existing or new client or lead that comes your way, run them through a short pre-qualification before committing to doing the work and before setting the price. What you're going to do is take a step back from your usual process, your everyday, and assess this existing client or new lead for their level of perfectness, if that's a word. So on a scale of one to five, with five being perfect, 
measure each existing client or new lead based on the four P's below. One, precise problem. And I'll go into some detail on what they are in a moment. Two, payment ability. Three, potential scope. And four, personality. So number one, precise problem. On a scale of one to five, what you want to offer and what you enjoy delivering is the precise problem of that client or new lead. So your precise offer is the perfect solution to that client or new leads problem. If you want to sell graphic design, for example, and you can build websites, but you don't really want to, don't take on the client that only wants the new website. Recommend them to somebody else and find the businesses that want what you have to sell, the graphic design. Does this client or new lead want and need your solution to their precise problem? If that's a hell yes, then give them a score of five on that scale. And sure, you may need to take the odd website build if cash is short or if you're in uh, the growing phase of your business and you need to make ends meet. But think before you accept the work. And then at some point, if you need to take the work on for the sake of cash flow, you'll be thinking, okay, well, yes, I don't really want to do the new website builds, but this job should be okay. Maybe they tick some of the boxes that I'm about to go through with number two, three, and four, but I'm going to price it higher because I don't really want to do the work. So it's about stopping and thinking before you commit to the job and before you commit to the pricing. So that was number one. Number two is payment ability. On a scale of one to five, are they in an industry or a position in their business to make enough money to pay you what you want? So here we're talking about the startup versus an established business or an industry known for low profits or poor cash flow. Number three, potential scope. On a scale of one to five, does the client offer you potential scope for upselling or reselling or referrals or ongoing work? Number four, personality. On a scale of one to five, does this client have the character, personality, ambition and drive to make the project easy and enjoyable for you to fulfill? Any client that doesn't meet the predetermined deadlines or drip feeds you with information or is just damn painful to work with should go on the lower end of this scale. So recapping those four, precise problem on a scale of one to five, what you want to offer and what you enjoy delivering is the precise problem of that lead or new client. Number two, Payment ability on a scale of one to five. Are they in an industry or a position in their business to make enough money to pay you what you want? Number three, potential scope. On a scale of one to five, 
Does the client offer you potential scope for upselling, referrals, reselling, or ongoing work? And number four, on a scale of one to five, does this client have the character, personality, ambition, and drive to make the project easy and enjoyable for you to fulfill? Start considering each and every client engagement with this in mind, these four simple factors. And you'll notice a shift in the types of clients that you attract, the types of clients that you end up working with, and the amount that you're getting paid for doing the work. It's really just about taking that step back and thinking through each engagement before you sign on the dotted line with them. Wherever you are in the world, I hope you have a fantastic week and we shall talk again soon. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Simply Smarter Numbers. If you enjoyed the show, make sure you subscribe so you automatically get new shows every week. And I'd love to hear from you. Come and join the conversation online. You'll find Simply Smarter Numbers on Instagram, Facebook, and more. Just head to simplysmarternumbers.com and you'll find all that you need there. Simply Smarter Numbers is dedicated to you getting the results that you deserve in your business. And I'm honored that you tuned in.